Yo, yo, yo. <clears throat> Good morning, up, people. Please excuse me for clearing my throat. Welcome to this edition of ADQ's Renaissance. We are here today with, you're going to find out in a minute. I'm not going to talk too long because what we have here is a power house. It's about to be a power hour with the power house. You get what I'm saying? But first, you know how I like you know how I like to start my uh episodes. <clears throat> Excuse me again. I like to start in the word. So yo, let's go real quick to Isaiah chapter 25, verses one through two. Yahweh, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have accomplished wonders, plans formed long ago with perfect faithfulness. For you have turned the city into a pile of rocks, a fortified city into ruins. The fortress of barbarians is no longer a city. It will never be rebuilt. In other words, when you talk about the Lord, put some respect on his name. So, real quick, y'all about to see some new stuff from me because, yo, the other night, this is how my creative process works. My creative process works with if I can like picture two people, three people having dialogue in between them, I'm writing it down. I'm like, oh snap, that just might be a dope story. And like a whole new dope story came to me. This is like what happens to writers. If you happen to see a writer somewhere talking to themselves, they are making they are making a story. We are making stories in our head. Don't be judgmental, okay? Anybody who is a creative can very much, can very much identify with that. So, I'm not going to talk long because, again, we have a powerhouse with us. Everybody who's been with me so far has been a powerhouse. But this brother, I have actually known longer than I have known any, any of my other guests. This man, I have known since 2008 2000, or 2009 one of those i met him when um when when i went to st peter's world outreach center in winston salem and uh my then cell leader said hey buddy man god i'm playing shout out to prince you cowboys suck um when i first met but uh we were having a cell meeting at my apartment and he brought a brother with him. He said, hey, I'm about to bring a brother named Tim. I'm like, okay, Tim. I meet Tim, and Tim's really cool. I get to know Tim, and Tim ain't just some uh, regular brother. You know what I'm saying? Tim got some power on his life. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to so we get into it. Everybody kick back, relax. It's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got nothing to do. So sit back and listen to this here story and this here podcast. Because my guest that I'm about to bring up, this brother is a native of the Trey Foe. We got the Trey Foe right back in the building. What up to the Trey Foe? Winston-Salem. He's a Winston-Salem State. He's a Winston-Salem State University graduate. This man is a master of the arts. I, this man once gave me like a, a, a shape up so fresh that I touched my hairline and it cut my finger. That's how sharp it was. Um, this brother... This brother excels in the world of hip hop, but sometimes he decides to get vocal with it and he even kills it in that. This brother has something in common with Grammy nomi- my Grammy no- my Grammy nominated baby mama Rhapsody. And 
the one of my most favorite uh hip-hop groups ever little brother what is it this brother here has come from the school the tutelage of one ninth wonder ladies and gentlemen please welcome this man has revolutionized has revolutionized christian hip-hop back in the day this man's revolutionized a real hip-hop this man this man is revolutionizing music in general. Please welcome. His stage name is No Bay, but I know him as Tim McGuire. What up, Tim? What up, bro? What's good? Can you hear me? I'll say that again. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you perfectly. Now, I'm right. in the water. That's what's so up. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing great, man. Blessed, black, and highly favored. How about yourself? Yes, sir, man. It's, it's a beautiful day, man. Another day, you know what I'm saying? Another opportunity, you know, to create, get stuff done, love the people you love, and uh, love the rest of them, too. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. Well, first of all, speaking of creating, thank you so, so much for joining us today. I greatly appreciate it. Um, appreciate your time. Appreciate all that you, all that you will share with us today. But before we get into your multifaceted, multi-storied music career, take us to the beginning. Where did it all start for Tim McGuire? Um, well, I have to go. Where where it really started with me is take uh, us to <laughs> All right, so I'm from I'm from Eastern North Carolina, and um, you know, growing up, I'm from a small place from uh, Halifax, North Carolina. It's like, uh, kind of like deep, you know, east, eastern North Carolina. Like they call it down east, you know what I'm saying? So it's oh, very yeah. country, very country around here, but, uh, you know, rural area, um, spaced out, you know what I'm saying? So it's not a lot to do around here, you know what I'm saying? So as a child, you know, I didn't really have a lot of uh, a lot of things to do other than like backyard football, you know. Specifically, yeah, back you know, backyard football. Um, and then I had an aunt who, uh, you know, put me onto like art. Like she, you know, she had like this big canister of like markers and colored pencils and pens and stuff like that. So as a child, she would give that to me, and I just learned how to, um, like you, you know, use my mind to like explore different things, drawing different things, coloring. I mean, I, it it wasn't just a, a kid coloring in this coloring book. You know what I'm saying? I was really like drawing, like really put you know putting out artwork as a kid. You know what I'm saying? So, and then um, along with that, um, I delved into like uh, you know my grandmother's library. You know, she had a, well, not really a library. I call it a library, but it's more like a bookshelf. You know, with books and you know history books and things of that nature. So, but I still call it a library, you know what I'm saying? If you got a bookshelf, you got a library, you know, you start, you know, a library of books and things. So I didn't mm -hmm. know how to read, so I got into like images and, you know, depicting, um, depicting pictures by looking at images. And then they also had an eight track and, you know, a vinyl record collection. So I was really into the arts early on, man. That that was like the, you know, the, uh, I guess the uh, the highlight of my, my, my youth, my childhood, sports and arts and things of that nature. So uh, that's where it began with me, man, hearing hip hop, hearing soul. But first it was gospel and soul. You know what I'm saying? Gospel and soul music. Um, 
you know, learning how to like harmonize and sing. And, uh, you know, I traveled with my dad, his group. He had a gospel group, a male group. And uh, I went around with them all the time. I was, I was around music all the time, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, very early on, I, I just, I, I knew as a, as a child that like music to me was like an escape from everything that was going on around me, man. It gave me the ability to articulate, you know what I'm saying? My reality and what I was going through. And, um, you know, even allowed me to gain some wisdom from it. You know what I'm saying? Like being able to express myself and, you know, in, in elementary school, when, uh, when the teacher allowed us to write poems and stuff like that, man, that was really, really uh, an exciting part of school for me. You know what I'm saying? I really, I really wasn't good at, you know, in the other classes academically, but, you know, I, um, you know, I really, really enjoyed art and, and, and music, you know, and learning stuff, so. That's where it started with me, man. Um, and then I moved to Tarboro uh, early on in my childhood. And that's when I started getting involved in sports and stuff like that, you know, uh, when we moved to Tarboro, North Carolina. So, yeah. <clears throat> so at what point, um, at what point did, so having all of this, uh, having all of this going on in a small town, I can relate with that because I was a very artsy kid growing up in Shelby, which is also a small town here in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. But it's crazy that both of our small town backgrounds into um, ended led us to Winston Salem. Right. What What was that uh, got you to Winston Salem and led you to Winston Salem State? Um, what got me to Winston Salem was. Um, and high, well, all throughout middle school, I was good in football, um, and that carried over into high school. I was pretty good, and uh, I was a running back. So, um, as a running back, you know, I gained some, you know, I gained some notoriety from some schools, and um, one of those schools was Winston Salem State uh, University. But you know, it came from like my senior year, I did pretty good. You know, we went to the state championship, and ironically. Y'all, you say you're from Shelby. So in the state championship, we played at, at UNC, Chapel Hill. You know what I'm saying? We was just so amused by the stadium. I mean, it was so, yeah, I mean, like we we grew up looking at, you know, the Tar Heels on TV, man. Here we are playing in this Tar Heel football stadium. And I know, the team, right? The team that we were playing against that night was Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> Gold Golden Lions. <laughs> Yeah, they, you know, they, and they, came, they was there the year before we were, right? But they put a little spanking up on us, yo. So, uh, but I still did, you know, I didn't say I, there I go. I felt like I put forth 110%. You know what I'm saying? I really feel like that. And I feel like, you know, as a player, I was rewarded, but I wanted to win the state championship, man. It's like one of those things like, yo, I didn't have to get the ball, uh, you know, 20 times. You know, I, I wanted to win, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but you know, I, I was I managed to get the attention of Winston Salem State, and I got uh, recruited to go to school there on a football scholarship. You know, um, it didn't go that way you know, once I got there, but initially, like, that's how I got into Winston Salem State to play football. So, you were so good at football that it got you a scholarship. Yeah, me, I tried playing football in high school. I played for Shelby's uh, junior varsity football team and I sucked. I mean, I was horrible. 
I was so bad yeah. that I was a tackle who lined up in a halfback position my first game. That's how bad I was. Dang, bro. But it's all fun. It's all fun, man. You know? Oh, yeah. Obviously, even though I had... I had realized even though I had the size for football, I didn't have the skill or the discipline for football. And that's where one needs to realize what it what is their journey and what is their calling in life. At right. what age did you at what point during your Winston State career did you realize, you know what, I'm an artist. That's me. Football's cool, but I belong in the arts full time. Well, um, when I got into school, uh, I went to Seven State. Of course, we're, we are uh, assigned an advisor. Um, so pri- well, I'll say this, prior to going to Winston-Salem State, I found out in the summer that, you know, my I, like I said, my grades weren't that good. I'll go ahead and put that out there. My academics wasn't that good. And um, I really didn't know how, um, you know, the classes that I was taking in high school, and I didn't know how they would like be, you know, applicable to my life. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't take, I didn't take much interest in in schoolwork. You know what I'm saying? I just couldn't connect the two. All I thought about was football. You know what I'm saying? So when I got to school, uh, my freshman year, you know, I had find, I had found out prior to, to getting there that my grades weren't that good. You know what I'm saying? So I had to like redshirt my freshman year. Now, like I said, I was so in love with football that if I had known that my grades were, I mean, I don't know how I didn't know, but, you know, if I had known that, I probably would have went to a junior college and played football. You know, you can play football and get your grades right to go to a, you know, four-year college. I probably would have taken a different route, but I ended up at Winston State. I had an academic advisor, and then this whole thing about college and what I want to major in and things of that nature, I haven't, I hadn't given it much thought, you know what I'm saying? So with me having a red shirt my freshman year, here I go again, you know, trying to like reason and say, you know, man, I'm practicing every day, but I can't play on Saturday, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to invest my everyday time into something where I somewhat, you know, saw the like benefit of like my efforts every day, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna focus on this music thing. I'm gonna focus on music. And uh, pretty much that was it, you know what I'm saying? Um, Cause I hadn't gotten to my major yet. I hadn't decided what I was gonna major in. Um, I never thought about majoring in art cause I've always just done art. I didn't think I needed to learn what art was all about, but you know, uh, I will say it really, really brought my uh, my perspective and my view of everything, man, life in, in general. You know, you know, um, I would say, see me, I'm sure me, I'm planning on, on going back to school because I want to get more training in theater that and I want to attain my teaching certificate because I believe that um, I have a future in the education field. But say I wanted to just like forget all that and go to New York and just rough it and grind it out and um and completely dedicate myself to auditioning and getting my to auditioning or just film myself and you know get to the right people or whatever i don't need an education to do that you know it's crazy a lot of people a lot of people place all of the praise and whatnot on four-year institutions but sleep on the trade schools right 
Right. That's true. I, I would say, I would say, if you don't know what it is that you want to do in life, get you a trade. Get right. out of that four-year institution, go to trade school, get a trade, do that trade, make you a nice little uh, set of money, and do that while you're figuring out what you do that while you're figuring out what you want to do. Guess what happens if you do that? If you go to a trade school, um, if you go to a trade school and probably also a community college at the same time, like you said, community college, junior college. Well, for one thing, you'll already have two semesters under your belt. Say you, if you happen to decide to go to school. Right. So you've already knocked out two semesters. You're not deep in college debt like I am. Sheesh. Oh, man. I'm deep in debt, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I took um, out the loan, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, them loans be kid. Them loans are crazy. But it's an investment in yourself. But some people graduate with nowhere to go, haven't made that investment. You, you know what I'm saying? So I would tell anybody, hit up a trade school, hit up community college, do it that way while you're trying to figure out what you want to do. So, so like I said in my intro, you are a product of Ninth Wonder, right? Yes, sir. Number one, one day, me and Rapsy are going to get married. She just don't know yet. Hey, <laughs> word. Number two, Little Brother is like one of my all-time favorite groups. I put them up there with The Roots. I put them up there with Outkast. I put them up there with... I would put them up there with Public Enemy, N.W.A., Tribe Called Quest. Like, like my number one... Like, my number one favorite group is 116. Okay. But... Little brother is number two. Yeah. You come from that family tree. How did you get linked up with Ninth Wonder? Because I know that I know that Ninth is from is also from Winston, but there. But I figured that while you were in your college days, he he was either finished or he was still over in Durham doing things. So how y'all get uh, linked up? All right. Um. So Ninth Wonder. Um. You know, a lot of people know him by Pat or Patrick. He's actually from uh, Midway or from you know Winston Salem. He has his uh, his his roots in, in Winston Salem. Like that's where he's from. Um, so it was it was my south. I think it was my sophomore year at Winston Salem State. And um, during the time I was living off campus, and um, by now. After a year of being at Winston Salem State, I had already decided that I wasn't I wasn't gonna play football. I was gonna just maybe just you know maybe come back in the spring and then another summer went and I didn't really apply myself in football. I was really really like focused on like to be honest with you, um, just being in Winston, um, getting adjusted to the city. I had my first apartment. I was you know 19, um, just kicking it, you know, partying. Um, just, you know, pretty much a lot of, a lot of those times were pretty much the content of my, my music, what I've learned and the things I've gone through, just, just life in general. So, uh, I was in the dorm, um, in my sophomore, sophomore year, I was in the dorm, um, just, you know, spending time with some other people that rap or do music, you know, and, and, and do music because, you know, when you do music and that's what you truly are, is passionate about, 
And uh, I had been at the time, all throughout high school up until, you know, college. I started meeting other people that did music. So we would spend time in the room, kicking it, kicking it. All right, so one day, this guy was in there, tall guy, dark skin, you know, tall, dark, you know, tall, dark and handsome young man, you know what I'm saying? In the room mm-hmm. um, with this big old CD, you know what I'm saying? Like a big old CD book, you know what I'm saying? Nothing but CD, like beats, like beats, beats, and beats, beats. Just like, it was like being in heaven, yo. <laughs> it was like, yo, cause you know, we was used to rapping on other people's beats and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So we're there, Ninth Wonder, Patrick was there. I don't know if he was known by Ninth Wonder at the time. I don't know if he was, maybe he was known at Ninth, by Ninth Wonder. We know him as Pat Ninth, um, you know, uh, that's what he became. So this was before, I didn't even know about Lil Brother. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know about Lil Brother. I didn't know who he was. I just knew he was a dude with a CD book full of beat CDs. You know what I'm saying? So we're in the dorm. He started playing beats. I started spitting. You know what I'm saying? Just rapping, rapping, just spitting, spitting, spitting. Just going at it. Me and this other dude named Peanut. Just going at it. And then Crisis, matter of fact, it, this is Crisis. Crisis is one of his producers on Soul Counts. So this is, we in, right. we in, we in Crisis' room. We, he was known as Chris before Crisis. So we in Chris' room. You know what I'm saying? Um, matter of fact, I gave him Fruity Loops. You know what I'm saying? I, I got it from a dude down on the second floor um, who had Fruity Loops. I think that he stayed on the third floor. He had this dude named Mike. He had Fruity Loops. I'm like, yo, what's that? He's like, yo, a beat making thing or whatever. So took it, started playing around with it. I gave it to um, Chris, or, you know, Crisis. Bro, started making like dope music. And it's almost like he had already been making music because he's like, he was. He was making dope beats, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, that's how I met Knight. Knight was playing all these beats. And um, from there, yo, uh, we kind of lost touch. You know what I'm saying? We lost touch for a while. So uh, we reconnected some years later. And that's how uh, things started getting, re- you know, rekindling the relationship. And by then, he had already done, like, production for, like, I, don't, I think he had already done something for Jay. Not sure. I don't know how to get my years together, but um, yeah, he had already like been noticed and everything. The little brother and all that—that that was, you know, he was always doing his thing. Is that how? Is that how uh, you was able? Is that how you was able to make that uh, sick cameo and uh, loving it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, all right. So, like, fast forward my junior year, I was approaching my senior year in college. Um, so. I got introduced to this guy. It was a guy in my in my in my class. I was an art major by then. I was in my major by then, and I met this guy who introduced me to uh, a gentleman by the name of Remo. So Remo um, came over to the apartment, and um, I guess you know our friend, our mutual friend. He he kind of I guess he kind of figured that like yo. Uh, we should meet each other like you know what I'm saying our skills you know level and our talent or whatever so we met up we started kicking it and he was like yo uh, you dope yo I like your music I'm like word word I said you dope too man he said man I know Ninth Wonder I was like word um, I said yeah I know Ninth I met Ninth some years ago man you know I just wasn't the type of person like you know I know he was famous and he was doing his thing I ain't want to like 
you know, I don't let, I, don't, I try not to let people gas me and be like, yo, I know so-and-so. And then, you know, I don't want to get, you know, manipulated and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, I played it cool. You know, I said, all right, cool. I said, I know night. And he was like, he didn't really believe that I knew night or meant night. So at the time, my name was Nove, but I had gone by, night knew me back then, way back is, is my name, Bless. My name was Bless. You know what I'm saying? So um, he called night. And during that time we was together in the session, he had called Knife and he said, Knife, um, you know this dude named Nove? And he was like, nah, man, I don't know nobody named Nove. So I bet dude probably thought, bro probably Remo probably thought I was lying, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, all right, tell him, tell him my name is Bless, yo. And he said, his name Bless, Knife. And and Knife was like, yo, well, what's up, yo? So we had lost touch, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he was more like on the on the ends of like, he was on, he was on the like, you know, we kind of like reconnected. So when me and Remo started doing music together, Remo was already working with Knight. You know what I'm saying? He was from Winston. He was already working with Knight. So that's how I got reconnected um, with Knight through Remo. And then we started doing music together. And then, um, you know, we was getting like clothes, sponsored clothes, people, you know, like from, uh, was getting clothes from uh what's the what's the LRG clothes and all type of stuff and then we just traveled to New York for the video you know what I'm saying the, I'm, I'm loving I'm loving it video so we went to New York you know it was it was dope yo like everybody was out there kicking it you know the models and you know uh, directors and you know I was just happy to experience that because you know I do videos and stuff now so just being in that atmosphere being in a real video shoot and seeing how it works. I mean, I mean, people be focused, yo. Like, they really be focused. I mean, the cast and everything, the director, the people, and the whole set was, you know what I'm saying? It was dope, yo. I really enjoyed that. So, I'm going to tell you something. So, <clears throat> admittedly, I haven't heard that mean, that mean stuff from Remo. Uh, shame on me. Shame on me. <laughs> But I will tell you one thing from Remo that I've heard that set that nearly set my hip hop uh, ears on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, Remo is on the uh, Remo is on the Strange Joint, which is which is the last which is the last track of Ninth and David Banner's uh, Death of, Death of a Pop Star album, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all. First of all, up until the God Box, that was David Banner's best work ever. Yeah, I don't care what anybody say. Ninth brought out David Banner's inner lyricist with that one, right? I gotta go back and hear that. I gotta but, go back and hear that again, yo. Oh yeah, but the way Remo, the way Remo and uh, David Banner were just trading bars back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It was beautiful, man. Dang. Yeah, Remo got skills, yo. He's a dope lyricist. He's a dope lyricist, though. Um, we, our group, we 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 parted ways. Cause I mean, I went on to finish college, man. You know what I'm saying? I think Remo moved to Raleigh, and then he went on to do more stuff with Jambla and stuff like that. So that's how we parted ways. I went on to finish school, and um, you know, I want you know graduated, and I was advised to, you know, from my you know, from a group, you know, just a group of close close uh friends and you know, I need to go ahead and finish school. So I didn't I didn't just up and move. I mean, if I could go back and do it different, I don't know I don't know if I would. Um I commend Ninth and then Rhapsody. You know, we did some stuff together back then too. 
you know, I even commend Rhapsody, man, because this was during the MySpace days, bro. Um, man, she didn't know me from a can of paint, you know what I'm saying? All she knew was my music on MySpace hmm. and so forth. And, you know, she knew we, we had been working with Night. This was my senior year, man. Um, she had came to Winston, yo. She came all the way to Winston. I was living in Plaza West, man, over there off of, I think, Jonestown. Um, yeah, I used to live in Plaza West. Yeah, she came over there, yo. I had my studio set up in the, you know, in the living room. She came and recorded with me, bro. Like all the way from Raleigh, you know. She wasn't like I think she was. She was with a group uh, called Coolie Hot. So they was at State, and uh, she came up, recorded with me, whatever. But uh, of course, you know, she's the queen, man. Like Rhapsody has done a thing, man. And you know, when I see it, it's always love. Um, you know, people always ask me, yo, why don't you link back up with Name Wonder? And it, it, it's, it's just not that easy, man. They put in so much work, you know what I'm saying? And then um, I look at it as I gained so much information and so much knowledge and, you know, just they've they shed, they shed light on so much that I've learned so much, man. It's like, I love the artistry of it. I love creating music. And that's where I, I, I um, find myself back at my foundation, like art. And being able to, uh, you know, just think outside of, you know, just, I mean, just, you know, just to, to think outside of the mundane or, or go beyond, you know, just experiencing things, but really like, you know, adore it. You know what I'm saying? The aesthetics of art, you know, the beauty of things. And, you know, uh, like we was talking earlier about, you know, people going to school and going to, um, trade school and things of that nature man when you really get into art man that's something that i learned in school when you get into art and find out the the things that um like make up you know what i'm saying your desire to want to do things like if i want to go to a trade school why do i want to go to a trade school you know do i like building things do i like creating things and you know stuff like that creativity you know what i'm saying so that's something that you know, really drives me, makes me pay attention to, you know, life and people and all all type of people, man. Just interact with all different types of people, man. And always help me to um, know what to put into my music. You know what I'm saying? Know what to include and make my art all about. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's like rap or singing or, you know, whatever it may be, painting or, you know what I'm saying? It just... It's got me on a whole nother, a whole nother way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you, man. Um, first of all, next time you see Rhapsody, tell her I said call me. And second of all, I will tell you that she could just straight dust anyone out, anyone, male or female, out out in these streets. She's dope. So she's dope. She's dope. And I tell you, someone else is dope. You are dope. Thanks, bro. But you know some. You know something that you did with your dopeness? What's that? You took your dopeness into into the then semi-dope world of Christian hip hop. Oh, yeah. I say semi-dope because because only like thirty percent of the uh, Christian hip hop artists is out there were were worth listening to. You know, you had Cross Movement; they were dope. Yeah. The Truth, he was dope. I mean, well, he's still dope. Um, you had Lecrae; Lecrae wasn't what he is today he was you know he was still on the rise yeah. but then you hit that scene changed your name from Nove to Young Timothy yeah. 
which I thought that was dope because a lot of rappers would call themselves young at the time. You would talk, uh, your uh, your music were, your, you were doing Christian hip hop and it was kind of like modeling your name after um, after the story of Timothy yeah. uh, in the Bible. And Timothy is actual, is your actual name. Yeah. And also, and also, yo, listen to yourself back at that time. It was like, it, sometimes I would have, sometimes I would have myself, I would, sometimes I would think, dang, why do I even need to open the Bible? Shoot, I'll just listen to a young <laughs> Timothy joint. Shoot, listen, this move. Well, yeah, you know, I was, I was definitely, um, you know, putting my experiences into my music. I was making it applicable, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, the Bible is a lot, a lot of information, you know what I'm saying? Um, some things, well, all, the whole, you know, the, the whole Bible occurred, you know, some time ago, before our time. So it's like, a, it's, it's an embodiment of a lot of knowledge, a lot of information, and to be able to read it and then apply it to my life that was a wonderful thing and it still is so the music that i put out is a representation of like how i applied the bible to my life so the music was telling the story of how things work for me what certain scriptures work for me and how did i apply it and i was sharing my wisdom with people like i was giving people my wisdom like what I say by that, like, I'm not a pastor. I'm not one of those, like, you know, big time name, you know, leaders, you know, spiritual leaders, you know, when it comes down to like, you know, uh, you know, the people that we see and we encounter and, you know, the, the steps and the processes that we have to go through to like stand before people and represent, um, you know, the Bible and, you know, theological uh, things. So, um, yeah, that's what my music was, man. So my first album, I was strictly like script, script. I was like scriptures, scriptures, every, you know, all over the place, you know what I'm saying? And then as I began to um, put out more Christian rap and, and learn and experience things, I began to apply it. it. It seemed like every album, I probably like spoke to a different group of people, you know what I'm saying? So. During that time, that's what I was in, you know what I'm saying? And no, and I, I by no means mean to uh, discourage anybody from doing Christian rap. You know, I've brought, um, I just brought my demographic. When it comes down to like the people I speak to, my target audience, I've like brought my, um, my spectrum on that. Um, but I don't discourage someone to like completely like, you know, um, mimic, you know, everything that I did, you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't easy, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't easy going from, you know, just straight up hip hop and more of a specialized, like a, a Christian, because it's doctrine and, you know, theology and everybody don't really comprehend it. You know, I was raised in the church. So a lot of the things I was trying to apply at an early age. I'm like, okay, it was this and what's how does this works? And I was just very curious. I was very curious. And um I've always been that type of guy, you know what I'm saying? Like art, music, science, and everything. So um I will say right now, my audience is 
a broader. I I I, I, I don't know if I want to say broader. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's like I know how to word things now. That if you was to go to the scripture, you will find it written in this exact way where to find it. But I can say it now to someone, and it doesn't necessarily have to say, "Hey, man, this was uh this was this chapter, this verse, blah blah blah." I just say it because I know that it's applicable. You know what I'm saying? I know how to apply it. You know what I'm saying? So when I apply it, it, it kind of like gives people like an understanding of like what this really is saying. You know what I'm saying? How can I, how can my life be transformed by what I'm hearing right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just don't want to leave nobody out. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Okay. So, um, so, before before I ask you how did that translate into like what are you doing now uh, more nowadays, uh, someone who came along your journey, a brother who I a brother who I actually interviewed uh, on uh, Wednesday night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Mister Gregory Peoples, GP. Oh yeah, so so I feel like I feel like. Every single thing that you have learned, every single thing that you have pre- uh, presented to the world, those of us who love you and your music, you want it wouldn't be that dope if it weren't for the time that you spent up on the ninth wonder. Would you would you would you agree? Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. So, I feel like GP with his dope rhyming. His producing the way he filmed my testimony video and my life is good video, um, and his love and drive for music that could stem from the time that he spent up under you on your label. Would you agree? <laughs> I mean, if he, if he was to say that, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. You know, hopefully, hopefully, I'm always looking to inspire people and help people and. You know, I'm all, I was, I, you know, we were pretty much so indulged in it, man. We was just, you know, we was in it, bro. We was producing that music, man, and we was always together. And we was, we did a lot of shows too, man. A lot of shows. So that was a great experience, man, being able to um, interact with different people, man. The love, man. That's the main thing, the love. You know, it's like, people talk about good vibes, man, but I will say this, man. During that time and, you know, being around people who, who desire the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you 100%. Like, oh, yo, Tim. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. My phone will just ring. Oh. Don't say, hey, when phones do that, it's like, yeah, in the middle of a dope conversation, then boom, it rings. Yeah, can you still hear me, though? Uh, but Oh, yeah, I can All hear you perfectly. Right. So, so, yeah, um, like, 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 G, like, like I said, what GP has presented to the world and what Dre Trinity, uh, his artist, is going to present to the world is great. And, you know, there's a lesson to that. Like me, I like to think that I'm a pretty. I like to think that I'm a pretty dope actor, but it was what I learned from Amy Deleuze, Mark Williams, Rob Kahn, uh, Miss Angie, uh, Miss Angela Williams, um, 
and different uh, Brian Conger and all the other directors and teachers that I come across and what I'm going to learn from Mr. Andre Minkins, who is a teacher at Winston-Salem okay. State, is a, it's, it's what I've learned from all these people that has made me dope. So I would tell anybody, if you are sitting up under the learning tree of anybody, don't ever try to outfox your teacher. Sit back and learn because they know what they know and they're ready to pass on what they know for a reason. That's just the way that's the way this life works, especially if you're in the arts. So, um, so tell me this. So tell me this. So you're young Timothy, right? You go to St. Peter's, you're rapping on you're rapping during sir, you're rapping during um the offering service, the offering part, right? <laughs> Can you hear me? All yeah, right. I can hear you. You're rapping during the offering part and whatnot, sharing your testimony. You're headlining, you're headlining Christian events. You're dropping dope albums all the time. You're talking about, you're talking about that, you're giving them that caramel mocha, shoes by the sofa, God is my pilot. I think about that song every time I go to a dad go, go to a coffee shop like Starbucks or whatever and get a caramel mocha. I'd be like, yo, let me get a caramel mocha. Shoes by <laughs> Yeah, that that jump. Uh, but so you drop a whole bunch of joints. Like, like yo, 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 your joint swagger back. It was hot. It was hot. But I'm gonna be honest, I like the original version better. Oh, okay. The slow version you did, it was hot, it was hot, it was hot. Don't get me wrong, it was hot. But when you dropped that original version, it like punched me in my jaw. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, after you drop Sabbath Day's Journey, the fixed tape. City on uh city on a hill. Beautiful beats. Great, great stories, great lyrics, incredible artwork. I mean, shoot, you're like a one-man renaissance. But oh yeah, man. Hey, here on ADQ's Renaissance, we give you your flowers while you're vertical. I'm gonna give you your flowers while you're vertical. I will tell you to your face that you are dope and you my brother are dope. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. So it's like once you hit recall, something changed. Yeah. Uh something was different about recall. <laughs> Would you mind speaking to that? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I speak on it. Um recall, the whole reason why I called it recall. Um uh the reason why I called it Recall because I had changed my name from Nove to Young Timothy, right? And the thing right. about it is, okay, when it comes, I look at it as culture, like a sub subculture, right? Like, um, we live in America, right? And there's so many different right. groups in America. Um, I'll say we have different affinity groups. We have different we have different things that group us together. Right? So in my life, the most consistent thing has always been 
the expression through art and music. You know what I'm saying? But I will say that when it comes down to my exposure to um, different different cultures and different religious groups, I had that experience. That's a part of my history. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of like who I am. Being, you know, um, I've studied with different groups of people. You know what I'm saying? Attended mosques. Um, have I been to a temple? I'm not sure if I've ever been to a temple. Never been to a temple. Um, different places, man. Yoga. I, I just experienced a, a whole, a, so many different things. Different people, different cultures, and a lot, you know, me personally, I can see the similarities in different cultures. So, I changed my name from Nove, right? Because I wanted Young Timothy to be about something specific, very specific. I didn't know if, um, I didn't know how that would correlate or how that would go along with like the life that I was living. Like I was living that life. I, I can say that, yo, anything that got Young Timothy on it, I know what I'm gonna be listening to. You know, I know what to get, you know what I'm saying? But what I didn't want to do is like, even though I understood my journey and my experience, I didn't want to confuse other people, right? So just like, you can right. go to recall and say, hey, on recall, this is what happened. This is what changed. And if you was to follow it like a timeline, you would see how my whole life has changed. But yet you still see me applying, you know, wisdom and like learning, you know, I mean, my subject matter may change and that has changed. But yeah, recall was where it all began. So on recall, I changed my name back to Nove. So to be honest with you, because I was so consumed in religion and my, my walk, you know, you know, being in church and things of that nature, I had done away with a lot of um regular, I wanna say, I don't like pardon me if I use the wrong words, man. But um I had started listening to Look, 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 look. <clears throat> brother, brother, here on ADQ's Renaissance, we okay. keep it funky. My lad, my get my get I had two guests yesterday who were cussing up a storm, so it's all good. <laughs> Do all your right. thing, man. Like all right, so, um in college I learned there's like secular music and then there's specialty music. So when I say specialty music, that's um like religious you know music that uh, contains like religious doctrine and things of that nature. So I'll say that. So secular music, when I went back to secular music, um, I had like missed like four or five years. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know what was hot then. And you know, like secular music, I was like, I was straight up cross movement. You know what I'm saying? Lecrae, The Truth, um, uh, R, you know, what's the dude name? R Swift. Anything that sounded like- Yeah, R Swift. Like the hip hop I was used to make back in the day. I was like, yo, this is dope. When I started listening to like dope Christian rap music, because like I said, everything that you hear ain't necessarily like, you know, dope, you know what I'm saying? So um, when I started making like music, I was like, yo, I just want to make music, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be like Lecrae. I was listening to Lecrae and everybody said, well, I don't want to be considered a Christian rapper. I'm just a rapper. I just do hip hop, whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, hip hop is a culture. And you know, when, when, I, when you really dig into the culture and find out what the culture is about, it's about self-expression, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
we live in a time right now where it has been like shaped and conditioned and you know what I'm saying? So I question a lot of stuff. I, I question you. a lot of stuff. I that don't mean I go against people. I don't debate I don't debate with people about anything. I don't ever debate about I question things and I gain clarity. And I'm an artist. I express myself through my music. You know what I'm saying? And everything that I express in my music is a part of everybody's reality, whether they acknowledge it or not. Um, I'm very respectful in my music. I'm very, um, you know, I like it to be progressive. I'm into film and art. So music has to have like some type of narrative or plot or learn some type of game, some type of lesson or something in it. You know what I'm saying? That's just who I am. That's the type of person I am. I'm always about, um, um, you know, developing and, you know, progression and, and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, recall change. Uh, I was saying a lot of stuff on recall. I was talking a lot of junk on recall, too, because, you know, hip hop is like, it's all about, you know, I started out as a battle rap. So, man, I wanted like, you know, everything in secular music was like, you know, give God, you know, giving God the glory, true, and, you know, give God the glory. And, um, but then I had, I had I, I will say Christian and Christian rap, I had to live up to a certain standard. My life had to be to a certain standard. Um and I felt by doing all those concerts and shows and ministering to those, you know, those those youth, I was dealing with some stuff, man. And I couldn't really talk about it and still be who I was, young Timothy. I felt like I couldn't anyway. But I will say as no vague and just doing hip hop music. I don't care, I could be going through my toughest time or, or, you know, I can be going through anything and I'm able to publish it. Somebody in this world gonna like, yo, I feel that, yo, I like that. Or, you know, it's no one really like, you know, judging the art, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's gotta be good stuff, of course, but as far as my content, my content is put um, you know, it's never put up to be judged. You know, nobody, nobody judged my content. I mean, you can talk about anything in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know. So, so to that, so to that point. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry. I keep clearing my throat. Uh, to that point. Number one, I say this as a Christian. I'm more, I'm more of a spiritual Christian. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I salute you for walking different paths. I am in the process of walking different paths because with my Christianity, there's a love and respect for for Islam. Peace and love to the honorable minister Louis right. Farrakhan. Peace and love to Nuri Muhammad. Peace and love to the great to one of the greatest teachers of all time, uh El El ha, El Haja El, El Haja Malik Shabazz. I have just butchered this man's name, so I'm just gonna say Malcolm X. Guess what? Guess what? I love uh there are there are pieces and aspects of Rastafari that I love. You know, peace and love to uh the great uh his Imperial Majesty Haile Selassie, whom a lot of uh Rastafarians look to for look to yeah, for guidance, yeah. right? Uh him and Jah, aka God. Um African spirituality, you know, I I rock with African spirituality in this Western culture that we live in has misinterpreted a lot of facets of African spirituality as witchcraft. I completely disagree yeah, with that. Yeah, I feel you, feel you on that. Yeah, I feel you on that. So, so I rock with high five, fist bump, elbow bump, and salute anyone who's willing to step outside of a box 
and investigate what what else is out there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You cannot box yourself in. And I've and you, you, um, Show Baraka, other Christian hip hop artists have said, you know what? I don't want to be in this box because it's too boxing. I am a transparent person. I am an artist. Artists are supposed to be the most transparent people ever, or else they're not giving great, or else they're not producing great art. That's you true. feel me? So, at the time when Recall happened and the following mixtapes, which we're going to get into, um, when those happened, I was like, oh my God, Tim just completely lost it. No, Tim did not lose it. Tim had a self awakening. Tim said to himself, you know what? Artistry, artistry is who I am as a yeah. person. If you're a Christian and you choose to do Christian hip hop, great. Kill it as a Christian hip hopper. Because again, there's 116. There's humble beasts. They are complete beasts when they, with what they do. But that ain't your, that's not Tim's, that's not Nove's lane. And anyone who's listening, I'm just gonna tell you, if you wonder what Nove is, Tim's middle name is Javon. It's nearly, it's merely Javon spelled yeah. backwards. Just like No ID, it's Dion spelled backwards. No ID's real name is Dion, which is my middle name. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, Bro, how did you, how did you feel when you heard Recall though? Like, I mean, did you embrace it early on or it took you a while or what? Well, when I first heard it, it was at a time when I wasn't complete, when I wasn't listening to lyrics like that. But um, I was, I, when I was listening to it, I was like, yo, uh, he ain't talking about Jesus all that much in, in this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn, dope beats, dope beats, but okay, okay. I was saying hmm. some good stuff. Though. And then I remember I was trying with Jesus. I was saying some good stuff, though. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna go back and listen to it. But I tell you something. I tell you a song that you did that took me places. Okay. Took me places so much where so you know you have to be a special type of artist for me to play you early in the morning and while I'm working out. Right. Right. We got it. Oh yeah. We got it. You had it when we got it. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a good song. That's a good song, yo, for the summer. You know, good song, my behind. That was a great song, but you know what? I got so tied up into the beat, along with your incredible rhyme scheme. You know, you got bars. You got more bars than a daggone Irish uh, neighborhood <laughs> boss. You got more bars than daggone than the daggone Nessie factory, sir. I was just saying, um, but we got it. You know, I, when I listened to the beat, it took me to the East Coast hoodie up weather. But when you like listen to the lyrics and stuff, yeah, that's why you on the daggone beach. Uh, that's why you on the daggone beach doing your thing in yeah, the video. Yeah, I was in Clearwater, Florida, man. I loved it, bro. I loved that place. You look like you were having the time of yeah, your life, bro. Fine, but the video, but the song that came after that in the video, you know, you did that thing where sometimes you do a whole song, but then you uh, show a little yeah. snippet of another song, yeah. right? Yeah. Nightlife. That nightlife. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was. I, 
Then, then I was working third shift, man. When I did that song, bro, I'm telling you something that changed my life, yo. I was working third shift. Um, and, you know, I had just gone through a divorce and I had got on third shift because um, I was trying to, you know, somehow see my kid. But it was tough, man. Man, third shift was kicking my butt, man. But you know what? It changed me, man. I started like, yo, I wasn't afraid of the dark anymore, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, not that I was afraid of the dark, but it was like, I just began to think about different things, man. It's like, I was used to being asleep during the day and up at night, you know what I'm saying? So I, the whole nightlife thing was like, yo, I started going more places and I started like, you know, cities and nightlife and, you know, man, what can I say, bro? You know? <laughs> so I'm going to tell you what nightlife did for me. Nightlife, nightlife, while you're, you're talking about that, it takes me to, it takes me to a different, it takes me to kind of like me place. I mean, I don't know if it was meant to be some kind of a feel good vibe to it, but that's what I do every time I listen to it. You know, I'm feeling good. I'm like, yeah, I like this. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So the name of the mixtape escapes me. I'm sorry. I'm 34. I'm, 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 I forget things sometimes. Was it before and after? <laughs> Boom! There it is. There it is. There it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, befores and afters, you reconnect with someone else, with uh, someone else who is from the Ninth Wonder Learning Tree, rapper Big Pooh, who is one half of Little Brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please tell us hip-hop fans how did that happen? Um, so, you know, I knew Pooh, knew Fonte, knew Ninth, of course. I seen, um, they were part of a group called the Justice League and all of them. So I seen, um, I seen Pooh show. He had a show in Greensboro. So I seen him and Sean Don, and I hollered at them and let them, you know, he, he said, like, you know, holler at me, man, send me something. So I sent them some music and he, so he was feeling it. And then on another occasion, I uh, ended up talking to Big Doe. And so, you know, Big Doe was their manager. He was a manager of Lil Brother. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day. And he's not the manager of them anymore. He still manages Pooh, though. So he manages Pooh. And also he manages uh, Luke, who's uh, all, who signed with uh, Dreamville. He's down with Jay Cole. So Big Doe manages them. I hollered at Big Doe. was like, yo, I need a manager, yo. I need somebody, you know, kind of, you know, help me out. So um, Big Doe was managing me for that time period. So that's how me and Pooh was, you know, working together, doing songs together. I was on his album um, a couple of times. Um, went to, you know, went to a show. Uh, went to a few shows. I don't know if I went to a, um, a lot of shows. I think I went to one show with Pooh, you know, just kicked it with him that night. But we was, I mean, we was definitely in different cities, but we stayed in contact, you know what I'm saying, doing doing music and whatnot. So anytime they needed me for something, I would get on something. I needed him for something, he got on something. So that's how that worked. I ain't want to wear out my welcome though, you know what I'm saying? 
I feel you, man. I feel you. So, so after that, you're dropping pro, you're dropping projects. At one point, at one point, I think it was with from now on. You're from now on, joint. Yeah. You were you were trying you were kind of like trying to integrate uh, more of a pop sound. That was for that was with for, for, from now on, yeah. right? Yeah, kind of um um with the uh yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You even smash that. I mean, dang on, Tim. You cannot do mumble rap and be lyrical, man. I feel you, bro. You gotta be ignorant and mumble. Baby, 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 baby. You can't be a smart, articulate, <laughs> lyrical rapper. You gotta be ignorant. Like, da, 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 da. It's hard to do that, bro. It's hard to do that. <laughs> Just the way I guess the way I articulate, Man. bro. No. Uh, nah. Uh, obviously, all that was said in sarcasm. But yo. If you ever decide to uh, further further your status in, you know, uh, the, doing the pop sound and the more southern sound, by all means, man, shoot, you already gotta go with it. That's true. But, but one thing, what you just what you released like a few weeks ago, that just changed the game. Uh, changed the game as far as I'm concerned. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I'm about to tell you what I'm talking about. Since, uh, even though you already know what I'm talking about, um, I've heard you sing before, man. I have, I have. I heard you sing, get on all tune, even though you didn't even right. need it. I even heard you talk talking about doing a full fledged singing, uh, project before. Yeah. But, uh, See, I'm talking not only as a friend and a brother, but as a fan. You know what I'm saying? I am a fan. I, like everybody else who loves you, has been following you from um pre from Nove to Young Timothy to Nove. But even I didn't see this coming. Right. For tomorrow, man. For tomorrow. What's like? So for what? tomorrow, the song. <laughs> Or tomorrow, that was just some straight up blues, indie rock type stuff. Yeah. What what led you into that direction? Can we see more from you in that direction in the future? Yeah, man. I was um man, I had already been thinking about how, how I'm gonna um go forward in music. You know what I'm saying? It's just um a part of me feel like I should be um well I wanted to accomplish more in hip hop but um sometimes I lose like my my esteem or like my uh, motivation to like just get in there and rap because I, I think I've already done everything man you know I, I may not have like I mean I have the connections and stuff like that but as far as like really getting out there I'm not the type of person that has uh, my latter years performed a whole lot, going into shows and stuff like that. So I just been in my own, you know, creative space um, due to you know some other circumstances. So I might, I might do that again, yo. You know, it came, it came at a point where I was just in the studio and I had already released the song, and I, you know, started playing with music and uh, put on a loop and 
first just came to me, man. I was just, you know, express how I was feeling. And then in the midst of it, I, I you know, gained some um, guidance and inspiration. Just go ahead and finish the song, man, and just in a whole different direction, you know, put a hook on there. But yeah, I might, I might do more music like that, yo. For real. Well, I'm telling you, the song was beautiful, and I could tell that you were coming from, you were like, uh, you're like expressing yourself. Um, you're being raw, like you always have been with all of your music. Like, I remember Lecrae was said that every album is kind of like a time capsule, yeah. right? If you are a true artist, every single album is like a time capsule. And recall, that's what that's what Tim was going through. That was Tim's life at that yeah. time. The fix tape. That was Tim's life at that time. Um, um, from now on, that was your life at that time. You you know what I'm saying? And you know, I feel like it's normal to get kind of like, get kind of like, you know, a little stagnant with rapping. I mean, Snoop Dogg dropped a Snoop Dogg dropped um um um. The Snoop Lion Project reincarnated. Oh, yeah. I think it, I don't think it was horrible. I think it was I think it was some dope some dopeness going on there. He dropped that because he was sick of rapping. I'm pretty sure he and after that he dropped the funk album and after that a couple rap albums, but then a gospel yeah. album. Um, I feel like Jay Z. I feel like Jay-Z has gotten tired of rapping, so he would get himself into, you know, other ventures, most, you know, a lot of business ventures and stuff, which, you know, he's the, he's like one of the greatest businessmen ever who did not go to school. Yeah, you're right. But, I don't know, it was just something different about him with the whole Jay Electronica joint. Have you heard yeah, that Yeah, one? I heard that joint. Yeah. I'm like... I'm like, yo, okay, this is supposed to be Jay Electronica's debut album, right. right? I'm hearing this song, The Ghost of Soldier Slim. I'm hearing uh Louis Farrakhan just finished uh just finished calling out a bunch of Uncle Toms and whatnot. I'm hearing, I'm like, okay, Jay Electronica's about to come with it. It's about to come with it. Then the next thing, the next thing I know, I hear when it comes to the guards, you best respect us. I'm like, Yeah, Jay-Z. That's not the big Yeah, he kind of surprised everybody on that joint. Yeah, and and he wanted to be surprised because Jay Z's not even credited on none of the songs on the album. And he's like, and he's on like eight of them joints. They they ain't even put his name on there. No, they did not. His name is not on there. But he has such a distinct voice, you can tell that yeah. it's him. Man, I didn't know that. Yeah, they want some people. I so, guess. Say, uh, I think they say? wanted to, to surprise people. They wanted to surprise everybody. Well, it worked. And plus, and plus, Jay, he sounded like a different Jay on that, a different Jay that I've heard before. Right. Like, these did not sound like the type of beats that Jay would do. Right. He went in, though. He was spitting. I personally, I like, personally, I like woke conscious Jay Z better than anyone yeah. else. I ain't better than any other form of Jay-Z. But 
see that's why you just do not if you are looking to make a statement with your debut album you don't have Jay-Z on every other track because you, you you see how we're talking about Jay-Z and barely say anything about Jay Electronica right, right. right so what I'm getting to is I, it's understandable if someone was to like get stagnant or complacent and even bored with rap right right yeah, man. As for you, no, nah, oh, sorry, go ahead, bro. I, I, I was just gonna say, man. Yeah, man. You, you can express a lot, a lot more with uh, I think it's less words in singing because, you know, a rap song contains, you know, what sometimes three verses, sixteen bars. That's a lot of material, a lot of content, and then mute um. Then you know, singing is more of a harmony and you know, blending with the uh, actual instrument. So, but putting words to it too. So, yeah, it's always fun to experiment, man. And I make the music I want to hear too. So, um, well, that's the beauty of being that's the beauty of being an independent artist. Like when you're an independent, like when you're an independent artist. You can make any type of music that you want to. Me and um, a filmmaker, Renaissance Jones, we were just talking about that last night. How when you're an independent artist, you you have more free, you have more room to experiment. Whereas when you're on the mainstream or you're working for a big company, or whatever, they ain't trying to take many chances. They're trying to see what's going right. to get that That's check. That's true. That's true. So I'm gonna tell you this, Tim. You know, you wanna know one thing that I've always envisioned you doing at okay. some point. I've always envisioned you rolling with me, rolling with me in the theater world, doing some doing some acting at some point. Have you ever thought about that? I've been thinking about that, man. For real, for real. I've been really thinking about it. Um, something that I have to like, you know, um, engage, get engaged and just start doing it. I never done it before, but I really feel like I could do it though. I, I know how to really embody, I guess my my emotions and, and you know embody that into my work and um, yeah, man, that's something that I want to explore definitely. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? For one thing, you already know how to tell stories, which is what you've done in all of your projects. You know, you already you already know how to uh, express yourself creative, creatively, artistically, as you have done with your paintings, with your drawings, with your music, with your productions, all of that. So, so people think people wonder where does art come from? It comes from the inside, and you know, and you know how to express yourself. So I'm like, they're going you you covered almost every other art form. Why not go into acting? I might do that, man. You should. In fact, in fact, what I'm going to do is right now I'm working on a play called Battle of the Battle mm-hmm. of the Books. I'm going to see if I can get you All up right. in there. Right. Yeah, obviously I'm not going. Obviously I'm not producing anything right now because of this daggone yeah. pandemic. But once I, but once I'm able to uh, get funds together and produce and produce something. 
oh yeah, I'm gonna be look, I'm gonna be hitting you up, man, because yeah, I feel like you got, I feel like you got yeah, it I'm in, free, bro. So, oh yeah, so as we bring this to, as we start to close this up, number one, I told you I could get you into, I told you I could get you into an hour long yeah, conversation, man, it's been a whole hour, bro. <laughs> Yeah, number two, um, what's the future hold for Novay? What's the future hold for Tim McGuire? What's the future hold for both per, both people? Tim the person, Novay the artist. Um, well, you know, I, I moved back home, you know, due to uh, um, a few circumstances. Um, you know, my mom, her health situation, and then with me, you know, going full time with music, art, and um, you know, studio and everything like that. So everything that I've learned and everything that I've um, acquired, resources, connections, I want to use that to help people, um, especially in my hometown. Um, I want to like, this is you know, just some of vision that I've been having is to you know provide. Know, creative activities and, and, and a place for people to be creative man, and create, you know what I'm saying? And um, be able to contribute to, uh, you know, art, music. That's that's really my thing, man. Art, music, sign. Um, I'm, the reason why I don't, um, I don't look, I don't, I don't know if I, I'll call myself a leader, but some people call me a leader. Um, but, what I do like to do is like influence other people to like, you know, maximize and utilize their potential, man, creative potential. You know what I'm saying? And um, we can always contribute to society and, you know, uh, developing, you know, just like right now, we could easily be, you know, contributing to developing vaccines and how, how do we move further into the future? Um, you know, during times like if this was to happen again, you know, it's changing the world. You know, what I'm saying? so I'm always looking into like discovering new ways of doing things, helping um, artists develop, like artist development, branding, and uh, anything creative, man, and helping people in their business, things of that nature. That's what I'm into right now, man. Just being creative and helping other people um, tap into their creativity as well. You know, because everyone has the has it within them. And just time and focused and, and, and honing in on, you know, what they like doing and uh, how they like to contribute and share with, you know, the masses, you know what I'm saying? So uh, music is definitely involved because I love music and I always, you know, create music, but helping others too. Um, I don't look at myself as the big me and the little anybody. I think everybody has great potential. Uh, that's all across the board. And it's about what we contribute and do and produce in this world that, you know, will help, you know, young people, you know, helping them uh, not make the mistake that I made, you know, teaching them how, uh, what they're learning in school, how is it applicable to life. It's all about the application, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about applying. Uh, whatever you know, how can I utilize it right now, you know, and not live to, you know, set goals, but not be too far in the future where, you know, you're not in tune to what's going on around you. You know what I'm saying? What you're consuming, what you're producing. And, um, you know, applying school. Like, kids need to know, like, 
in school, man, whatever you're learning, whatever you want to be in the future, set a goal and then, you know what I'm saying, appropriate, you know, what you're learning at the current time, you know, enjoy it now. Every You should be enjoying every day, you know, there's abundance in every day, you know. So, uh, yeah, man, it's just me one day at a time, you know, setting goals, reaching for those goals, but, but well, one day at a time, man, enjoying just the process of creating it, you know, helping other people. That's pretty much what I'm doing, man. Well, I will tell you, since you won't say it, I will tell you, you are a leader because I believe that I believe that leaders, the great, the most effective leaders are also influencers. And I don't know about anyone else, but you definitely have influenced me in the way that I approach different forms of art. So I would tell, I would definitely, I would definitely tell you that it was our time at St. Peter's. I was watching, I was watching you, and even to this very day, whenever you drop a joint, Lecrae drop a joint, Lupe Fiasco drop a joint, that makes me even that makes me more and more want to um, get started to working on my fourth right, mixtape. So, so yes, you are a leader and um, tell us about that young. So what you just mentioned, that's basically what the uh, young world, young world uh, collective yeah, yeah. is, right? Yeah. That's, um, young world artist collective um, is me um, just giving, you know, giving back. Of course, it's a business. But we have a business side, and then now we're um, developing the nonprofit side, um, and it's it's pretty much about um, you know tapping into your creativity, man. Um, teaching people how to you know uh, be more creative, or you just realize that they are creative. Some people don't even think that they're creative. You know what I'm saying? So first and foremost, uh, getting people to realize that they are creative. And then teach them how to tap into that and then produce, um, you know, whatever they want to produce, you know, whether it be a song or a movie or a book or, um, you know, something, you know. And, and I think that that helps the person develop to know themselves, know what they're capable of, how to express themselves. But communication is a barrier, man. We will, we can say that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I studied a lot of stuff and been around a lot of people. And one thing I will say is that, you know, uh, linguistics and semantics and language and can all it, it can be a barrier. You know what I'm saying? We may disagree on something because of you know the way we use words or you know the way we express ourselves. But in our heart of hearts, man, we know we know what we know and how you know how to um, how we feel about things. It's just that we need, we need to know how to express ourselves where we're understood and realize that there's a, a connection um, in all of us, man. We're all kind of, you know, we're all pretty much connected. So I teach people how to express themselves, man, through art, you know, how to how to interpret art, how, how to see something from different perspectives, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and enjoy it. You know, because when I dropped that song for tomorrow, man, like, man, I had people from all walks of life liking it and saying, man, I really like the song. And um, so, man, yeah, 
just um, young world, man, um, teaching for one, man, most important thing is teaching our children how to uh, apply what they're learning in school. Um, I know we make many complaints about the public school system and so forth and so forth. And I think teachers should get paid way, I think teachers should be the highest paid profession. So um, teaching young kids how to apply these things, man, that they learn in school. Anything from adding um, history, how to apply history, you know? My daughter was having some um, difficult time in school and I helped her refocus by um, making her uh, give, making her, not making her, but guiding her to give more attention to, you know, what she want to be when she got older. And then the subject that she was having a problem in in school, I, I made that appropriate for the career that she wanted. She had a goal. And she was, you know, not doing so well, not paying attention. And in one, one class, she said it was boring. So I like, you know, made her, well, helped her understand that, um, you know, this class, you're gonna need this if you wanna be a doctor or, or a dancer or whatever, you know what I'm saying? At the time she wanted to be a dancer. So um, teach kids how to express themselves. Man. Art, man, is what is that? Art, music, expression, creativity. Because, you know, with machines taking jobs, a machine can't think creatively and, you know, um, you know spontaneously. And, you know what I'm saying? So that's gonna be the, the very uh, source and very the, the commodity of, uh, of going forward into the future, man. Being able to think creatively, come up with new ideas. I think Einstein said something about the imagination versus having information. Like knowledge and knowing is, is, is like, okay, I have this information, I know this, I accept this, but what else is there to um, explore? So I'm always I'm always kind of like living on the edge of discovering new things, and uh, not just any not just anything. I like I like to perfect what I'm already doing. So I I, I do a lot of uh, reading on like music, poetry, poetry. Uh, you know, I'm taking up a new trade now. You know, I'm learning how to sew, and you know, so just like learning, man, and enjoying life, exploring and. So we are young. We are young people, man. This world been here a long time, uh, but we're still young because we we're recovering from the things that past civilization got wrong. So we're young, you know. what I'm saying, and with young people and with um, people who don't know, you know, like you, you, you say, we say to people, uh, you can't do better unless you know better. You know what I'm saying? So um, knowing is doing and we're you know going through a lot of things right now we're discovering new vaccines we're our young world you know what i'm saying <laughs> we're young we're still developing as a people i mean the whole world we're young you know what i'm saying so as moving forward i think sometimes i'm ahead of my time i can't say that i am you know but sometimes things are revealed to me and i'm like wow you know i, I thought about that so we're young people man i just felt like that you you might say I'm a leader. If that's my calling, or if that's my, um, you know, my, my call in life, and that's what I have to do, man. Do music and pushing the culture forward, man. Progression, bro. I know I said that. So, no, 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 no. What I was about to say is, what you need to do is write down all of that, and. And your first acting gig could be narrating a movie with with 
saying all of that because that's yeah, stuff bro. that the world needs to know. Yeah, man, we grow. So, I just said we growing as a people, man, as a world. Um, I think we're growing, and we're we're moving forward, and um, I just think, man, some amazing things are going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's hard. It's hard. I had this gentleman tell me one time. He said the only way to see fur to see further is to go further. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes um, it's, it's very important to look to look back where we come from. And a lot of times we spend a lot of time looking backwards, and um, that's very important. But planning for the future and um, planning for the future. Um, honoring our past, but man, it's so much to to appreciate right now in the moment. You know, like it's always um, in the midst of anything that people will call negative. It's always something positive to find. Like, yo, it's the reason. There's something good that can come out of it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man, I have to do that, man. I have to write it down and put it in a, a, a like maybe a book or something. Maybe I write a book. My dad wants me to uh, write a book. I don't know. We'll, we'll explore that later. Write a book, then. That's an idea. Please write a book. Sure, write a play. That's an idea. Bro. I might have to do that. Oh yeah, I may. I'll definitely act in it. So, so tell me this. Tell me this. Uh, this I think I, this is a stupid question, but I'm just going to put that put this out there. If I was to wager with somebody, I'll bet you there'll be a young another young Timothy album out one day. Uh well I lose I don't that know, bro. Um I don't know if I I don't I don't know if I'll um I don't know. We'll have to see, man. I'm definitely you know what? I'm definitely um thinking about putting out some inspirational music though. Like 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 straight up inspirational um, music and I and I, I mean and I, and I got many years to like um, to you know go deeper into my studies, man. Because the thing is, is that once I get into a certain, um, I guess a certain mindset, you know, my heart is set on something, then that's that's where I'm at the, at that time. And but I'm always looking to grow and, and progress, man. Uh, it may it may be possible. I don't know, bro. Um, I don't know if I consider my. I don't know if I call myself Young Timothy, um, and it, it may be. I mean, Nove. I think I don't need to. I think Nove is 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 cool, man. I think um, with everyone that's paying attention to um, the music that I'm doing right now and whatever I got my hands to, man, I may be behind the scenes more. You know what I'm saying? So as long as people, I can help people, and you know, and you know. Just be an inspiration to people, man. I think I think everybody will be happy. I think, you know, I'm happy. I know. As long as you're happy, man, that's all. That's all that matters because because sometimes we artists. Well, a lot a lot of times we artists we're we're, we're tortured souls. <laughs> like, I think that a lot of artists. Um, have moody moments and I know I do because we look at the world that we are, we're in yet we see the yet we're creating right. a world in our minds and that's what allows us to 
come out with you know plays films uh music of different types um art uh paintings and everything that everything that contributes to the arts or or like i talked to my man uh fahim hannah yesterday he uh he's a pol- uh he's a, he's a community leader okay. and a politician i believe that I believe that those are forms of arts because, again, you are trying to make the world that you see in your soul. My man, Born King, who I talked to last week, same thing with him. So I believe that I believe that um, I believe that what art is, is an expression of what we feel on the inside and trying to make a world make a world that is different from the one that we're in because we see the we see a world for how it should be or we see all of the perils that take place within the world and we want to like make people know that they they are there and some and somehow does that make sense sense. yeah definitely yeah man so so I could say that I could say that um, you have just been growing and growing and growing with your music and your art and stuff, and I applaud you. And I want to see, and I want, and I, and I look forward to seeing more growth. Thanks, bro. We need to get, we need to either get you, we need to get you acting. We need somebody need to put a script in your hand, and. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to find I'm sorry, I'm trying to find my words. I'll just say you, my brother, you are very much a valued, uh, embraced, and necessary member of the Renaissance. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. So if people wanted if people needed something that needed painted or something that needed to be sewn or ghostwriting or something that need to be filmed or near feature or whatever how can yeah, someone can, get in touch um, with you they can uh, email me at um our world is young at gmail um they can also reach me um on instagram at n o b the number three j um that's on instagram or tj mcguire on instagram or just um, look me up on Facebook at TJ McGuire. But um, the email is ourworldisyoung at gmail. Uh, yeah, I'm easy to find. Um, yeah, easy to find, bro. And you know, I think you just, I think you could just forget the whole no Tim, uh, young Timothy stuff. Go with Nove forever because you know it's dope. It's a dope name, and it's just like really simple it is your middle name spelled backwards if no id wasn't a person i would probably go with my middle name spelled backwards but hey yeah. adq works yeah, for that's me a too name. ADQ. No ID. thank you it's been my name it's been my nickname slash artist name well it's been my nickname rapper name poetry name and now podcast name my entire uh my uh, basically since high school so so before we go, what's next for what's next for uh, uh, Tim? On some, um, I got some some collaborations coming up, man. I'm, I've been doing some, uh, you know, songs for different a few brands because I still, you know, write 
So, um, people been wanting like hip hop, you know, theme songs for like the shows and and uh, different things I got going on. So I'm just like, you know, serving the people, man. Just you know, putting myself out. I'm back producing now, so I'm um, you know, brushing up on them skills and you know, working on a, a clothing line as well. So that's gonna be uh, what I'm gonna be doing in the future, bro. All right, that's beautiful, man. Well, I just want to make sure to let you know that you didn't think that uh, we could go for an hour, but I got an hour and a half at you. I appreciate (laughs) that, man. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me, too, man. Oh, man, thanks for for coming through, man. Thanks for your time. Um, Please, man, um, please, man, we got to collaborate. We got to collaborate on stage, right. like, for real, for real. And I'm going to, and I told GP, we're going to have to do a short film together. And I'm, tell, I'm telling you, me and you got to do a short film together as well. I'm going, to, I'm going to utilize to the fullest and take advantage of y'all's um, 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 visual okay. artistry. Because right. it's very much needed. Let's get on it, bro. Let's do it. Oh yeah, but thanks for your time, man. Thank you very much. Greatly appreciate you. And yo, can't wait to see right, what bro. you got going on next. Take care, man. Be safe, bro. Love you, man. All right, thanks.